Yeah. All right, check it. Check it. You know how I be. Last week, Kobe couldn't do without me. And so starts what has to be the biggest, most infamous NBA diss track ever. One-time teammates Shaquille Rashawn O'Neal and Kobe Bean Bryant were truly hell on earth. Copyright Neal in the first Bell Hall of Fame podcast, all rights reserved, so forth and so on. I called them hell on earth. It's like those two were built in a lab, engineered to play together and to destroy basketball teams. It's just no one ever considered the damage they could do to their own team as well. They had a nuclear power together, but the reactor was shit. The radiation leaked and the two of them eventually broke up. After their split, Shaq won the very next NBA championship, proving his dominance and punctuating his response to Kobe. That title made Kobe lose his mind. He went back in the lab and by hook or crook, fought to get the Lakers back to the 2008 NBA Finals. Unfortunately, the Lakers did not win. I actually cannot remember that finals well. It doesn't stick out to me. I know the Lakers didn't win. I actually don't think anyone won. I think the Lakers lost and nobody won that title. Let's just keep moving on. Just days after that finals loss, Shaquille O'Neal found himself in New York City with a microphone in hand and the opportunity to take the high road and congratulate his former teammate and former franchise on their postseason run. And instead, we got this. Now that's the difference between first and last play. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Okay, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. This is first Okay, everybody, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. I am your host, Neil. You might know me as Gotham Coach, Mr. Not Always Right But Never Wrong. The podcast, Jordan Clarkson, half Filipino, half Jordan Farmer. I'm not the biggest Lakers fan. I am the best Lakers fan. Coming to you live from the Shaquille O'Neal Big and Tall Executive Suite desk chair from Office Depot in full grain black leather. Today's episode of the First Ballot Hall of Fame podcast could be sponsored by this episode could be sponsored by the Teddy Bear Fresh mixtape from the rap comedians. It's the real. Perhaps you know the song Juice for Jesus Peace? Looking delicious. Wrapped up in Ferrero Rocher. I go to churches for the chicken synagogue on Saturday. Changes on my chest. I'm finally hitting puberty. Family on man. I put the Jew back in my jewelry. Every day is Easter when I rock my Jesus piece. Oh. Gosh, my Jesus That's fun. Christmas club and with the Jesus freaks. Got my chain screaming out, choose for Jesus peace. 
Oh, that's fun. <laughs> rap music in general, to me, just by the, that's got to be the genre that is the most fun musical genre that's ever existed on the planet. Proof positive right there. Actually, let's keep listening. Keep Jesus near my heart that's known as introspection. Bring it out on Sunday, call it resurrection. resurrection. <laughs> so good. I love it. Uh, and by the way, good, good fucking luck not learning those lyrics and rapping along. Uh, this episode, the show could also be sponsored by the It's the Real Song Christmas Missed Us. Let's listen to a sample. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Uh, wonder why Christmas missed us. Wonder, wonder why Christmas missed us. Uh, wonder why Christmas missed us. Jewish. 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 <laughs> I think I'm Clark Griswold. Rappy Parker. I got that Yule log. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Fantastic. All this music and more is available on itsthereal.com. Check it out now. It's a blast. It's funny. The music is actually good. If anybody from It's The Real is listening, the first plug is free. You got to pay for the next one. Shaq's infamous freestyle. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Is an earth-shaking sports moment, but is it a first ballot Hall of Famer? We're going to decide that today, and here to do it with me are two very talented gentlemen. I really look up to what they've done with their careers, how they keep moving, changing, transitioning, how they've earned respect in their space. They're hosts, interviewers, comedians, rappers, and hip-hop aficionados. They are podcast pioneers, podcasting for well over a decade now, starting back in 2010 with The Hype Man alongside Jensen Karp. They were the hosts of the incredible A Waste of Time podcast, which is still your third favorite podcast. <laughs> they co-hosted Two Jews and Two Black Dudes review, review the movies. Good luck finding a better <laughs> podcast name or concept than that. They're also recording artists releasing two fantastic mixtapes, A Pair of Bangers, Urbane Outfitters Volume 1, and the aforementioned Teddy Bear Fresh. The first ballot organization is proud to welcome... Coming out to their own walk on music, <laughs> Girls with the Dirty South, both founding members of the legendary rap journalism and comedy conglomerate, It's The Real. Hey. It's Eric Rosenthal, a.k.a. Catch a Case, a.k.a. The Curl God, <laughs> and his brother Jeff Rosenthal, a.k.a. Smoke of Phillies, a.k.a. Uchi, Wally, Zerbiak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> there it is there it is thank wow. you so much thank you so much that was incredible yeah thank you so Holy much shit. for coming on the show guys i'm really thrilled to have you here no thank you uh also i just want to shout out Corey towns uh a phenomenal episode uh thank that i listened you. to recently and he's so uh, good he's the best and and he gave you a huge cosign and we were like we have to do this podcast and we're thrilled oh, to be here. that's so nice that's so lovely he's he's the best i was thrilled to have him on and i'm thrilled to have you guys as well do you very right out of the gate i'm asking the hard-hitting questions yeah. early do you guys have a favorite mouth gun sound artist is there a rapper that does the the gun sounds with his mouth that you guys like the most who is the best at doing that oh i'm walk a flock of flame that's a good one yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, West Side Gun. Yeah, I, I think all the Griselda like, guys are Griselda is like the doo -doo 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 -doo. very big right now. But Waka Flocka, when he showed bow, up, bow, bow. Yeah, yeah, it was just, like, a game changer. By the way, like, Fat Waka, yeah. that was that was the one that you want. Yeah. That was a moment. That's the one you want. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys taking that question so seriously. I can oh, yeah. see it on your faces. You guys really had an interchange there, an exchange. You guys really wanted to figure that out. I, I really so much appreciate it. This dovetails uh, quite nicely, I'd, I'd say, with my next question. It's a big question. Yeah. Usually save this type of heat for later in the podcast, but <laughs> I want to ask it up top. Mm. Do you have a favorite rap 
comedy song. Well, I mean, besides all of the music that we've made yes, and, right. and all oh the music that we haven't released, Look but I do want to say <laughs> when the lonely Eric doesn't like take a moment. Yeah. yeah. When the <laughs> when the Lonely Island came out with the concept album, the yes. one about Mark McGuire and Jose yes. Canseco. Yes. Yeah, that yes. Was, like yeah, unreal. That was something else. And it was like it was like Essentially, and they put it out on Netflix, so it was essentially a movie, right? Yeah. And they rolled it out, yes. and they each play. I mean, it was just, it was brilliant. It was so much fun. Um, so I can good. absolutely listen to those over and over because it's <laughs> it's well done and it's hilarious. Yes. Like, that's what I need. I don't need one or yes. the other. You know, I need both. Yeah, I need to be very I totally listenable. understand. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a different answer, Jeff? Is that would you would you double down on that answer? I think I agree with that answer. Oh, good. But like my it's my so my my first impulse was like, oh, I'm sure there's a Weird Al song, like because right. I was like the blueprint, and so I I feel like I mean, well, actually, you wonder what Beastie Boys. Um, there you go. I feel like Beastie Boys. Um, I don't know what my favorite one would be though. Maybe Cookie Puss. I don't know. Something. <laughs> it's Something. uh. The 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 um, I feel like that Maguire Canseco thing told you a lot about those guys as well. Like the just thinking about those two, the Bash Brothers, yeah. Oakland from the Bay. I just felt like that really elucidated on who those guys were. For sure. The, when I'm I've mentioned this before on the show, but when uh, I'm on a boat came out, I like lost. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Just the concept of rapping about being on a boat. And then, to your point, the music and the production and the T-Pain feature, it was so good that it, it enhances how funny the thing is. Yeah, it's, it's wild to think about, like, how far those songs went. You know, to the yes. point where if... It was nominated for a Grammy. I think it won a Grammy. Yeah, and they would perform in front of like a sold out right. Madison Square Garden, yes. yeah. like all the Justin Timberlake stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it crossed over. It wasn't just this like niche thing, which they started out as. And I think like right. we always appreciated that because we came up off of YouTube and like we loved their sketches way before they got on to SNL. But like to see that people who love like there's a difference between loving hip hop and mm -hmm. and joking about it or joking with mm -hmm. it and mm -hmm. not loving it and Using making it fun of bag. it yeah. right. and so like those guys love it and when they and the crossover between like you know those 89 1990s um oakland a's teams and the steroids and the mm. attitude and like you know just putting yeah. you know let's just one time for steroids yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um but but the fact that they can they can talk about it, they can translate it into a genre that sounds authentically yes. Bay. Yes. Also, yes, yes, I think yes. that's like where we like really that's the intersection that we live at too. You know, yeah. Do, do, yeah, do that begs the question: Did you guys, as you got started, as you started to sort of make your way? I know you guys started doing sort of sketches online, hip hop comedy sketches online. Did you dream as kids of someday recording music and releasing the mixtapes? Like, is yes. that a plan of your? Yeah. Oh yeah. Music? Well, yeah. Like we had been recording them as kids. Yeah, and you know, it it went as far as our friend circles, right? And right. like, here, our biggest thing was we wanted to rap what we knew. So, like, mm -hmm. if that was talking about the day camp that we worked at, and like, <laughs> you know, putting it out with. 
you know, DJ K Slay and DJ Green Lantern and DJ Clue and Funk Flex and all these guys who would put out mixtapes in mind. Well, we would do it that way. And so everything would sound authentic, but we were talking about what we knew because like, right. you know, we weren't outside, you know, running around, uh, you know, doing anything that, that we weren't at the tunnel performing. N- no, we yeah. weren't. <laughs> but uh, but we certainly we certainly, you know, wanted to to take our journey as uh, organically and authentically as possible. And so when we actually did link up with DJ Drama to put out a project mm-hmm. or Bane Outfitters mm-hmm. Volume 1, and then we performed at, you know, SOBs in front of a sold out crowd. And then we took it to Bonnaroo. That stuff was like done legitimately. It wasn't like we yeah. skipped any steps. And so yes. that meant it meant more to us to do it authentically as us than pretending mm-hmm. to be anything we weren't. Yeah. I, I love the idea that you guys shared about he, that you can hear the appreciation for the genre and the music and the culture in certain songs. And it's certainly throughout your guys' music. Your the Dirty South uh, one. I, now listen, I'm not gonna co-sign the the content there. The, uh-huh, the, the, uh-huh, the, uh-huh. <laughs> we can, but that yeah, is my can. favorite song that you guys do, and to do it with Bun B to have a song with Bun B on it. I mean, that's got to be just a goddamn thrill. It is, yeah. is it not? It is. Yeah. Uh, we we performed. We had a show in 2015 called the Yolono Tour, right? So we performed mm-hmm. twice in one night, so we called it a tour. Um, and it was You Only Live One Night Only. And we right. flew we flew Bun Up to be a part of that. And Rember uh, Brown, who a lot of people know now mm-hmm. as like a writer who, you know, got famous on Grantland, and he's done a lot of like television writing and and uh, stuff at The Ringer and podcasts and different, different things. Rember was in the crowd that night and was just like, whatever you do, you will never be able to beat this Ugh. moment. He's like, oh you shared God. the stage with Bun and rapped oh alongside God. of him. So like, even to the point where yesterday we were over at our mom's apartment um, here in the city uh, celebrating her birthday. And she mentioned that she was on the phone with her uh, best friend from high school who lives in Houston, who said that she, her friend Barbara, was going to go to Bun's new brick and mortar, Trill Burgers, down Trill in Houston. Burgers, right. <laughs> and was going to, she saw him in the parking lot. And so she said the next time that she was free and she stopped there, she was going to go over and be like, hey. I'm a friend of uh, Eric and Jeff's mom. So so that right there, the fact that like, you know, all these worlds can collide is pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Fantastic. Is there an artist like do you guys pl- I mean, you must I'm assuming. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Are you guys planning on doing another mixtape? And is there an artist that you're dying to have a feature with? Um I mean, I I know Eric's answer. Well, I I'm going I, what I want to do is uh yeah, and you know, as you know, we're very close with the locks. Mm-hmm. I want to put a project out with them where the five of us are rapping. And, you know, we, we host, obviously, Two Jews and Two Black Dudes review the movies. I want, <laughs> I want the project to be called Dumb and Dumber and, and, have, <laughs> and have everything have something to do with the movie. That's, that's oh my, my dream God. project right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You have to do that. I know. I, so I think it'd be good. pretty fun. I think it'd be pretty fun. Uh, guys, I want to do a little segment called This or That. The game is simple. You have to choose either this or that. But the, the options for this round of this or that are all the same. You there are two options. It's either Eric or yeah. Jeff Rosenthal. You yeah. have to choose one or the other. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to flip flop back and shot? forth between you guys. <laughs> this is no, like no. Dream Champs. <laughs> <laughs> there is a theme song for this segment uh, if you bear with me for just yes. a moment. It does require me to perform a little bit. Absolutely. Here we go, this or that. By the way, make a meal of it. Oh. <laughs> or that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the first question is for Jeff. Mm-hmm. Who was the better athlete, Eric or Jeff Rosenthal? 
Uh, Eric. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. I'm, I'm, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, who was also the the only athlete, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, who is this or that? Who is the better rapper, Eric or Jeff Rosenthal? Uh, well, I, come on, Eric, have the guts. Eric Rosenthal. That's oh, right. Wow. Yeah. What yeah. a messy answer. <laughs> messy answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, the, the next question's yours, Jeff. Who is the better podcaster? Uh, Probably Eric. Wow, what a run. <laughs> this is great. Running the table. Yeah. Uh, Eric, the next question is yours. Who is better at video games and which video game were you the best at? Oh, well, I, I'd say overall Jeff is probably better at video games, but but yeah. Yeah, so one one for Jeff. Got one. Uh, I'm better at this game, by the way, but but uh, <laughs> but Tetris? Leave me alone with a Game Boy and I'm just like king. What's your favorite Tetris piece? What's the uh, best Tetris piece? Not the movie. <laughs> uh, the best Tetris piece, I think, would be the... I mean, it has to be the straight line, right? No. No, that's yeah. whack. Why? That's, uh, Jeff, you please, Jeff, please, stupid. tell me the Why? answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best one is the, uh, the one that goes in three directions. It's wow. Like the, 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 this the one. T. Wow. Yes. Why yes, is it not? Yes. Guys, you can get the four at the same time. That's this the goal. the dumbest no. thing I've ever heard you yeah. say. Yeah. It's yes. like... <laughs> You're so basic and stupid. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jeff, the last question is yours. Who, this or that, who has the better hair? Uh, probably me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Jeff, Jeff is, yeah. yeah. The conventional Jeff. wisdom is, yeah. is me. Like, but, you know, everybody yes. talks about the curl god, but like the wave god doesn't get enough no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, what pushed you guys into hip-hop culture? How did you love it how did you fall in love what what made you go into it uh so um when we put out our our album i think in 2017 uh we we no no no, yeah (laughs) we went down to atlanta and killer mike interviewed us and Mm. he and he asked the same question and we're like look i'm gonna be really honest i grew up in like mc hammer and vanilla ice were everywhere and it's and he was like thank you he was like, why? He's like, he's like, nobody's ever honest about this shit. Yeah. They're always right, like, oh, like right. the cool thing, you know, like I, I was riding around as a seven year old listening to uh, <laughs> Rock Snoop. Him. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. No, no, no. But the, the, the real thing is, it was like, it, it became pop culture at the right time in that intersection. Yes. But yep. here's the difference we loved it more than people that we grew up with, right? Mm-hmm. We obsessed over it. We got to the place where, like, we were going to pick up double XL magazine and reading, you know, it cover to cover, or we were buying, <laughs> you know, the CDs and reading so through, great. we would be tuned in to hot 97 morning, noon and night. We would, um, you know, we, we, we just, we wanted to live it. We wanted to breathe it. We wanted to be a part of it. And so by the mm-hmm. time we graduated college, we moved down to, in, into the city. Mm-hmm. It was this incredible time that we, you know, go on to document in this podcast that we just did the blog era where, where, it sort of flattened everything and you didn't need these gatekeepers mm-hmm. anymore. You didn't mm-hmm. need to get into double XL or be on hot 97 or be on BET or MTV. You could be on YouTube and you can go to mm-hmm. these websites. And so for us now, all of a sudden we're alongside J Cole and Wale mm-hmm. and Drake and Mac Miller and Nicki Minaj and all these currency and Wiz Khalifa and all these people. And that's our class coming up. Right. So mm-hmm. like, so like they, they fuck with us and we fuck with them and we're all on the same level running around New York City together. And that was like that was our version of of, you know, the the sort of golden era, you know, of hip hop for us. I'm a um, television producer and you know, part time comedy writer. And the in New York City 
and in LA now as well, the UCB is such a giant um, machine and such a feeder system to all of the shows and the movies that anyone in this business wants to be a part of. The talent is so strongly comes from the UCB that because I was not in the UCB, I used to hold it against the UCB. I felt like I wasn't a part of that group. You haven't accepted me. I'm not with you people. And so I dislike you. And then the second I got the chance to run a show and look for people to hire, <laughs> I went, oh, wait a minute. Everyone at the UCB has given their life to comedy. Yeah. yeah. They it's 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 all they think about and do. They put everything else behind and they go every every waking second that they have a free time they go to this theater and they perform and do comedy and write comedy and think about comedy and I go, "Oh wait, now I get it." And that's yeah. the way I think about you guys in hip hop. You get you have it would be one thing to be like, oh, yeah, we all love hip hop. You guys have given your careers and a decade's worth of time now to this art and this genre. And uh, I appreciate it for. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Listen, there was no backup plan, you know, mm, like mm, like right. if if again, we're not. But if we were on LinkedIn. Right. And right. there is there is no resume there. It is just right, like, how right. do you explain <laughs> like that to a potential employer? By just the like, way, Freaky Zeke once added me on LinkedIn. Well, that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. What was his resume? <laughs> was, uh, yeah, I but yeah, we, we dedicated our lives to this and like by, you know, hook or by crook, we made it happen. Mm -hmm, right. So yeah. this is we are 16 years into a career of like, thanks, man. It's it's like Do you it's, feel like you're more of a yes end or a no but. <laughs> I'm a I'm a yes and I'm, you I'm I'm definitely a no but <laughs> Jeff loves to kill yeah any, momentum. any sort of momentum that's happening I'm just like I don't know man um yeah but it's but it's it's wild too because like sorry we're in a living room also sense. also go, going back to the going back to the idea of like we can't it's just not feasible for us to to hate each other if we mm -hmm. go out in public um, we get recognized together, right? So there's something mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. that. You go to a party right. and it's just like, oh, I know those guys. Yes, but if it's yes, if it's one right. of us, the right. odds are that Jeff's gonna get recognized because of the glasses. glasses Me, right. not the, they'll come up the and they'll be like height. they'll be like, uh <laughs> that's the difference between us and like people the, who the Sklar brothers. That, <laughs> that's, that's the difference. That's difference. Actually, I people knew used the to Sklar brothers were gonna come up in this yeah. And people people used to ask us too, they're like, What's the difference between you and the Lonely Island? We're like, Well, there's two of us there's and there's three of them yeah that's it yeah i can't wait to talk about the blog era it's fantastic it's like to me it's like you uh, you know like when i heard, listened to s town that's the name of the podcast right s town was like really successful about the murders yeah. yeah serial <laughs> and then s town yeah. yeah 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 when i listen to s town i mean th this is embarrassing <laughs> it's like i listened to this like recently when i listened to s town i was like oh yeah this is what podcasting can be and I thought the same thing with the blog era. It's like, oh, right. This is what this medium can be and what you can actually do with it. And uh, it's just fantastic. We're going to talk Thank about you. that a little Thank bit later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get started, let's table set. What's your favorite sport? Both of you. Yeah. Your favorite sport, your favorite team, your favorite athlete of all time. Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Favorite sport, baseball. Mm -hmm. Favorite team, the New York Mets. Mm -hmm. Favorite athlete of all time, Gary Carter. 
Okay. Why, why did I know? Maybe it's the curls. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was almost going to say Gary Carter as you said Gary Carter. I this I thought Mets because I've seen you guys with Mets hats on. Yeah. And then I almost said Gary Carter. I have to think it's because of the curls. Is that the, the, the curls? What? I I was a catcher. I wore number eight. Oh, yeah, like right. also uh, they were in a prayer group together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah, we're both born again. Um, he's 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 got to be born again again. But yeah. uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. Come no, on. rest in peace to Gary Carter. Um, Hall of Famer <laughs> in a anyway yeah you were saying uh, favorite sport pickleball yeah favorite team <laughs> Savannah Bananas and favorite player athlete yeah yeah uh, I, well favorite player I would say Usher okay yeah yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> uh, okay so so um, the, okay so uh, we, we live, live in the same building by the way as Judy Gold so the the comedian right oh, Judy yeah. Gold really yeah, yeah yeah okay so we're watching real sports. Uh, maybe six months ago and mm. the first in the intro when they're giving you like a bit of this segment but you know today on real sports and brian gumbel goes through everything the mm. first person you see when they talk about pickleball and how annoying oh, the sport yes, is I've is judy that. gold yes. and yes. so anytime that we see her in the in the lobby both of us just want to be like well she used to be my phone background from yeah, that show yeah and it was her <laughs> Like looking up at her ceiling because she couldn't sleep because pickleball like the had ruined yeah so we so we just want to make annoying we just want to make that so, noise when yeah. she like walks by and see yeah. if she like freaks just out trigger her. yeah yeah so that's so why it's Jeff's fun. favorite sport yeah. <laughs> I strangely saw that segment I I wouldn't say I'm like a real sports devotee but yeah I did see that because I am like pickleball did take off in a way that I was like what is pickleball and then when I saw that people were complaining about the noise I was like why does it make noise and then I saw it was wiffle ball and I was like that is what a wild sport to so about pickleball. I, you know uh I think that um neither one of us are, are devotees either of real sports but we'll watch it right here and there yeah, yeah, yeah. um but well, especially because uh that, that's our way of breaking the writer's strike that's yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> there, but there's there's it's like you do what like 25 seasons or something like that and you sort of like get to the point where it's like well i bet this episode it's going to be about like you know you know uh, building stadiums uh in in qatar and it's going right. to be about like you know a snowboarder who broke their neck yeah. and it's going to be about um you know minor league baseball and how unfair it is or something like that it's like oh well, yeah. yeah yeah can't wait to see this That's again very yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh let's dive into our moment we have to decide whether shacks kobe tell me how my ass tastes freestyle gets into the first bout hall of fame to do that we have to go through our hall of fame credentials those are the categories by which we judge our moment the first credential as always analytics these are the stats the numbers behind our moment there's not a ton to go over here this is, we're talking about a freestyle rap song what um, <laughs> i believe this rap happened maybe on the 21st of june 2008 and then hit the internet on the 22nd either way game six of the 2008 finals happened on june 17th so we're just a couple days past game six lakers lost that 2010 nba finals of the boston in six games actually rob if you could just beep every time i say it i appreciate <laughs> it uh game four worst moment of my sports fan life and career wow ray allen played all 48 minutes of that game blazed past sasha Vujicic to score an uncontested layup mm. at, when it counted boston comes back in that game beats la at the staples center to take a commanding 3-1 lead just as i started to sort of let myself believe that the lakers uh, can maybe tie the series mm -hmm. and get back into it game six the lakers were infamously blown out by 39 points in the finals championship closeout game lose by 39 christ mm -hmm. uh honestly that's probably would have been the worst moment of my sports fan career 
but I never saw, I stopped watching it at halftime. Never saw the second half. I did a podcast with Josh Gondelman where we did mm-hmm. KG's Anything is Possible. Would mm-hmm. not watch the second half for that episode either. <laughs> never seen it. Uh, I just know it's bad. Yeah. Uh, the freestyle does clock in at just over two minutes. To freestyle for that long does seem not easy. I've never rapped in my life, but to do it for two minutes seems really difficult. How, that, the question is to you guys, how good of a rapper is Shaq? Uh, an excellent rapper. Yeah. Also, uh, Jada just did an interview where he was like, yeah, Shaq is an incredible rapper. Uh, Shaq is genuinely good, loves this thing, and like, yes. is so smart and quick. Yeah. You know, yes, we, I think the same. Yeah, we wanted to... Uh, we wanted to have him on our on our uh, long form interview show, a waste of time, uh, maybe five years ago, and so we uh, were being flown down to Miami by Red Bull for something else, and the flight got canceled, and we were like, "Can we still go down there?" Because the only reason we wanted to be in Miami was to sit down with Shaq for our podcast, yeah. but oh we ended gosh. up getting down there, and Shaq was on a ride along that day, so he couldn't make it because he's you know a part time uh, police officer, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but Shaq is Shaq is so witty. Is it still a cab if Shaq is a cop? Right. So like, yeah, you need to come up with like some extra letters afterwards. It's like except except for Shaq. Yeah. 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 Although he didn't do our podcast, so you know. Yeah. So a cab. -cab. cab. Do you guys have a favorite Shaq song? Um, probably uh, Fushnikins. Oh, I mean that's pretty great. Or the one about um his. Uh, biological father, right? Yep. Where right. Biological didn't bother, right? That's yep. a great one. That's a really great one. I didn't yeah. download either of those to play on this. <laughs> yeah. The two that I downloaded. Are, are you gonna perform I got the way skills. you performed the intro? <laughs> <laughs> I I got I got skills. Yeah. yeah. This that whistle, I loved it. I love that. <laughs> All right. I love it. Yeah. Also, for the record, like when you're, you know, whatever, how old, however old I am, and I feel like we're in the same general ballpark. Mm-hmm. I'm probably a little bit older than you guys. Just, mm-hmm. I, I, well, I'm 27 and Eric is 29. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Good. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm off. I'm off. Yeah. Uh, but when you see, when you're a kid and you're like Shaquille O'Neal's a basketball player, and like all I cared about was basketball, and I'm like yeah. wearing like. Uh, you know, replica jerseys and like, you know, uh, I've, I owned like a Lakers warm up as a kid that I would put on sometimes just to tear off the pants and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, uh, and then Shaq uh, starts rapping and you, it's like this and it's like fun and like good, generally speaking. And then he comes to the Lakers. You oh, my God. He's a superhero. See, see. <laughs> He's a it's superhero. Really he can he can do. Just about anything, right? And I think a lot of people take it for granted now because so many guys rap, right? Like so right. many – there's so many rappers, period. There's so many like ball players who actually rap now. And yes, yes a lot of them are good and some, you know, put out independent projects. Some, some just like show off. Shaq was, Shaq was the first. Yeah, he was the blueprint. But also yeah. not only just the first, he was the best. That's right. Like that's the difference. Yeah. You, so you guys would say he's the best. Yes. Rapper? Like well, athlete, uh, rapper? athlete rapper, I should yeah. say. Yeah, yeah, yes, no, yeah. No, I'm saying like, yeah. yes. I mean, like, who was even his competition? Who's who's number two? Kobe. I, I, oh, oh, well. Do you really think that's the case? No, but I mean, like, but, <laughs> but, like, but who's, like, who's number two? I mean, yeah, at, at this point, it's probably, like, Dame Lillard, right? Well, uh, sure, yeah. but, like, that's so much later on. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, like, I'm saying, like, for a very long time, like, Kobe was the second biggest. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that he... You know, right. Whatever, but right. Like, yeah. right. Okay. Okay. 
I liked uh, I like Shump. Can I say that? I don't know sure, if this is going to sure. Nick's tape. Yeah, like Shump. yeah, yeah. yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought he did a decent job with the yeah. couple songs he did. Totally. Uh, but yeah, I agree. There's it does it seems like he's a man alone uh, on his on his sort of own planet there, Shaq. Uh, let's move on to our next credential. It's the ear test. We're flipping this with the eye test. The ear test. What did we hear? This is what people came for. We're going to listen to this thing together. We're going to mm-hmm. stop it when we have to talk about it. To have something to talk about. Here we go. Let's listen to this together. Tell me how my ass tastes. Freestyle 2008. Here we go. Check it. You know how I be. Last week, Kobe couldn't do without me. I mean, a raucous. I mean, that must have ripped through the crowd right away. Oh, just the. Okay. So the audience excitement. Yes. And, you know, not to jump later on, but like later on in the song when they're yeah. rapping along with him, yes. like when you're OK. So if you're roasting someone, right, like mm-hmm. in in a traditional like, you know, form, uh, it's not like this to right. have that background and everyone yes. on your side is <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Let's, let's keep listening. Know how I be. Last week, Kobe couldn't do without me. I call myself big, but I'm not as good as Biggie. I call myself big because I live next to Diddy. Excuse me, Diddy lived next to me. Flex. That's pretty good, right? Flex. <laughs> and it's true. Like, that's the other thing, too. It's not just like, oh, and I think you get a lot of this in this. He's very honest, right? He's very right, honest right. about what's going on. Right. And that's what also makes for a great roast because you're not just like, if, if you're going to diss someone, like if, if Drake was dissing Meek Mill and it was just mm. like generic and mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, you're mm-hmm. whack or something like that. Right. No. But if you name things, yes. whether they're subtle or they're yes. explicit, that's a killer. Yeah. Yes. To have you guys. And by the way, they pitch this. They you know, when I asked these guys to be on, they picked this moment to have you guys on this podcast diving into the lyrics and the content of this song what a blessing this is so much fun thank you guys for doing it but when the hood dog i feel like big because if biggie was still here he would be right there on star island in the mansion somewhere chilling sitting on about half a billion because me and guns combined shit that's half a billion now by the way real dog that's that's super impressive too because again he's like he's not just referencing Biggie but now he's referencing mm-hmm. his lines right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sitting on about half a billion you know <laughs> and 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 then he's with Corey Guns who is his like uh, god nephew god nephew yeah oh i didn't even know that oh Look yeah that. Well, one time by the way one time did Jeff and i we were working for MTV and we were doing these absurdist interviews and we interviewed Corey Guns and uh jeff asked him a question about basketball wives yeah oh, but uh, about but about shawnee right yeah. mm-hmm. about shawnee o'neill and jeff made some like you know funny joke to us and Corey was like that's my godmother and it oh. was very awkward <laughs> right then and there so anyway but now now we know now we know that Corey and uh and shaq are very close um so it wasn't just a random pop-up but Corey guns right. you know who uh you know, a double XL freshman and a mm-hmm. uh, certified platinum artist, you know, with Lil Wayne ends up, you know, on that same stage while Shaq does this. Pretty great. Yeah. It's it's great. Super additive. Let's keep listening. Real dog. Now that's B.I.G. Ain't nobody in the world do it bigger than me. That's like a white boy trying to be more nigga than me. That's like a ho- right, Now, do you guys have any thoughts on that line specifically? Uh. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts on that line specifically? That's what I asked. I don't know if you guys. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, you're breaking up. Um, um, uh, We do not condone, nor nor use, nor uh, reference uh, that. But uh, but 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 Shaq can. Okay, here we go. Homeless cat having more figures than me. That's like Patrick Ewan having more rings than me. Okay, now that's the line. That's That's the line. That's that's, too far. That is yeah, yeah. Very rude. That is not nice. Yeah. Uh, We grew up. We grew up in Purchase, New York, which is about a half an hour uh, north of New York City. The Knicks would practice at SUNY Purchase, the local college. And so um, we worked at the Purchase Community House after school, which was like a rec center. And uh, so a lot of the guys would bring their kids over, Larry Johnson, Latrell Sprewell. Mm. Um, we were the biggest Knicks fans. Those years yes. were the best, right? Um, by the way, we ran into Larry uh, maybe a year ago on uh, the Upper West Side here in Manhattan. And uh, we got to just you know talk to him about purchase and grown up then and whatever and he couldn't have been any nicer and he was like you guys made my day yeah it was it was oh, it was, it was so awesome great. but uh but those days and those nicks meant everything right like let's forget yeah. let's let's forget the last 23 years <laughs> but like <laughs> but hey i'm a big jd in the straight <laughs> shot fan. yeah yeah so so pre uh james dolan uh you know those those Knicks were were everything to us. And Patrick Ewing, yes, he never won a ring. But yeah. did he mean everything to the city and yes, to that time? Yes, For sure, yes, I so, appreciate it. Also, Lauren Michaels has that. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> they are. It's not that big of a deal. No. Uh, Lauren Michaels has that thing where he talks about like everybody's favorite SNL cast being the cast yeah. when you like entered the eighth grade, like That's eighth right. grade freshman year. Yeah. And to think about that Knicks team being that like having that impact on you guys. Those dudes, Oak and Mason and Starks oh my god, and, hell and yeah, that, oh my god, yeah, what fun and like, like okay, like Larry Johnson gets traded and like he was he was Grandmama, he was all mm-hmm. over the place, he was mm-hmm. flying, but like he comes to New York, he has the back injury and mm-hmm. he changes up his game and he and Van Gundy get close and all of a sudden he's like the lunch pail guy, right? And yes. he's diving on the floor and he's like, but. He still like ends up by the three point line and like sets up and takes his shot and Ugh, makes it, perfect. and then you do the four point play and he's yes. a legend and and, he, <laughs> and you know he can never pay for dinner in the city again. That's right. It's oh just wonderful. God. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's so lovely. By the by, that's one of my favorite concepts in sports ever. That idea that you your money's no good here. You'll never pay to eat in New York right. City again. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's listen to the rest of the song here. Let's have a call, script things than me. That's like you saying it to yourself, you're better than me. That's like Kareem saying it to himself, he's better than me. Well, Kareem's little stray there never gets discussed. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't remember it until I was preparing for this, but to call out Kareem uh, is crazy because Kareem was, I don't know if you guys know, very, very good at basketball. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, the, the actor from Airplane? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I saw him good on the, He's uh... an even better basketball player than he's an actor. <laughs> wow. I saw him on that HBO. <laughs> show they they made him weird <laughs> they did, they did. Um, no trust me that guy he was very good at basketball he could score block 
the whole thing. You wear these glasses. It was great. Yeah, just for the record, Jeff was talking about the HBO show about the Lakers, not yeah. not the Brian Gumble uh, real sports <laughs> HBO show. Uh, also, do you hear Shaq sort of stumble over the cream thing? Like he yes, isn't so yes. sure he wants to say it, but he said yes. it anyway. Yeah. Kareem say it's to himself. He better than me. Now stop. Think about that. It ain't about that. It's about P.I.G. A.K.A. Big Shaq. Now that's the difference between first and last play. Kobe, nigga, tell me how my ass tastes. Okay. God. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> I mean, listen to the listen to the place. He so okay. Do you think <laughs> that Shaq? Walked on that stage with that line in mind. A hundred percent. I hold on. I need to drive the car for just one second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is exactly the type of question I like to ask. The, I know deeply, it, deep in my heart, at the bottom of my heart, I know right now the three of us would be very good friends because yeah. you asked that specific question. Yeah. That's how much I know we'd get along. That is exactly the type of question I want the two of you to answer. It. Okay. So here's my thing. Here's a little hot take. I think that he and Corey practiced it before they got up there. Wow. 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 So I'm okay. saying that this freestyle oh, is not a freestyle. Like, wow. like many freestyles, I believe that Shaq had it already because you can look. Wow. And, okay. So so uh, if people haven't seen it, the way the camera works, I believe that it's like it's a fixed camera in that yes. small club. Yes. So somebody leaked this footage, whatever. Right, because it wasn't like Shaq put it out there. Correct, or, or, correct. You know, some somebody got it. It ended up on like Break.com or one of those sites. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, Heavy.com. And yeah, yeah. And now like lives <laughs> on Bombsworld.com. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I knew, I knew you guys were gonna bring up Bombsworld. <laughs> I just knew it. So, so, so the camera doesn't move around. It's not like someone's behind it moving it. Um, it's a fixed shot. So Corey goes in and out of frame, but when he comes back into frame. You could sort of see the microphone oh, near his mouth, and I feel right. like he's rapping along with him. Wow! Now, if this anybody, is if anybody has watched like a Funk Flex interview, this or, or sick a, by a, the way, a Funk Flex, this a Funk Flex a sickness freestyle, <laughs> if if Fifty Cent comes up there and the rest of G Unit is rapping along with him, uh, right, right, the lines are not off the top of the dome, right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think that Shaq had an idea of what he was going to uh, do. I think he knew the platform that he was given, yeah. and I think maybe. Just maybe he and Corey knew what, what they were gonna do. So, um, I I still I still fuck with it so heavy, and I don't care okay. that it's rehearsed. Just like I don't care that like Drake when he went on Hot ninety seven had yeah. a had a Blackberry. Uh, Blackberry that he was reading yeah. from. Right, it's right, okay. Right. I this is uh, this is exactly what I want this show to be. I really appreciate you doing it. An expose. We're getting it, it real, truly, sincerely. We're like you're like deep Zapruder filming this thing. I love it. Yeah. The it's we're a little bit in the eye test, which is absolutely fine. I love that. Uh, Jeff, do you if this thing, it has been rehearsed prior to, mm -hmm. does it take any of the shine from it, Jeff? No, it probably actually enhances it because it means there's actual <laughs> actual thought put into it. Right. Because like, my, my thing was I was like, oh, they definitely just like walked on stage and like he st he stumbles upon gold um, <laughs> about like. But like the weird thing is the pacing of the the free the, the song. Yeah. You know, because like I would have put that at the top. But he <laughs> right. is more yes. patient right. and he's like, you want right. to know what? Like I've, I'm yes. sitting on this and then like two minutes into this thing yes that's when he's like ah oh, kobe oh. tell me how my ass tastes like <laughs> you know go through like a litany of 
I'm better than uh, Kareem. By the way, I'm living next to um, Puff. Yep. Uh, well, Puff is living next to me. Oh, and right. also Kobe, <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> like the 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 pacing of it is a little bit weird to me, but I actually fuck with the fact that you think that he rehearsed it. I yeah, I I think he I I'm pretty sure he did. Well, like, does, does Corey Corey takes like. When Shaq talks about like B.I.G. and he's mm-hmm. wearing a B.I.G. chain, mm-hmm. Corey takes it and like, you know, I, I there's a few things in I there that oh make it God, seem like this. he knows what Shaq's going to say. We even I, to I think it yeah. I think it does hurt the moment just a little bit. If that's rehearsed, if they plan this, if they rehearse this, if they practiced it beforehand. It takes a little bit of the, I like want to feel like this was like an impromptu thing, which begs the question: mm-hmm. How does one go to a comedy show and then end up on stage freestyle rapping about? I don't know how that. Well, happened. Wait, is it okay? So I could not find out what club this was at. They say it's at a club. They say it's at like a nightclub. He, he Shaq said in an interview, which a clip we're going to play later. He said mm-hmm. it was a comedy club, which mm-hmm. again, maybe he's been. I think he it's a re, very real chance that he's bending the truth to make it seem like I was trying to be funny by saying this. Sure, uh, you know, uh, maybe he just sees it as comedy, right? Maybe he's right. just like, this right. isn't. I'm not I taking it serious. I, well, actually, I Kobe did say that he enjoyed it. I, I mean, look. Uh, I was going to say Kobe definitely did not enjoy it, <laughs> but Kobe said he enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't, for me, it, I don't think it takes away from, from the moment. I, I think the performance, I think as far as everyone in that room was concerned. Where do you think they practiced? Oh, I think that, that they practiced in a car. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think they were on over. their way to the gig and Chad was like, yo, check this. <laughs> the gig. Yeah. They yeah, were right. on their way to the gig. Yeah. He said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, listen, this, the, the clearing, making it in, being inducted into the first bout hall of fame. It's no joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Right. This, yeah. So, we're taking this uh, very yeah. seriously. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, uh, you yeah. know, finding out that maybe this was rehearsed, that maybe this could be the thing that keeps it out of the hall. We'll have to find uh, out. Well, holy uh, shit. Let's yeah. to the rest of the yeah. song. Okay. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Okay, everybody. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. I'm a horse. Kobe ratted me out. That's why I'm getting divorced. Okay. Okay, well, here's the... I... At this point, I do not think that he is free. I, I do not think that it is written anymore. <laughs> I, it, it might not be. I love, I bet that like part of it is written, but now we're in a place where this is not written anymore. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're, so they're, in, they're in the car. I, I guess yeah. like, Shaq's, Shaq's driving, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Shaq is in the back seat. Like, you know, like. It, oh, it, Corey's, Corey's driving? I don't. I. Th- I don't think either. That I. Okay. Okay. It, so I, I guess limo. Are, so they have a driver. Yeah, got it. Got driver. it. Okay. So they're on their way there, and he's like, "Hey, Corey, I got like you know a few bars in mind, or whatever." And Corey's like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And the, yeah. you're gonna kill. And then Shaq is like, "Wait, I'll take the wheel, yeah. and we are going to drive off the road." Okay. Got it. <laughs> because, and I'm not gonna spoil it, but there are certain lines coming up. That make me think this is not a a, a well prepared. <laughs> okay, okay. But I definitely him think calling it, himself a horse seem does seem like maybe you're grasping at straws trying to come up with something that rhymes with divorce in that moment. Well, uh, maybe maybe uh, Shaq has watched some other videos on Ebaum's world, including <laughs> Eric. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> you know. Uh, that and the, by the by, that that uh, that line references the fact that 
in in discussing with the police his alleged sexual assault, Kobe did tell the cops uh, reportedly, quote, yeah. I should have done what Shaq does. Shaq gives mistresses money or buys them cars. He has already spent $1 million. Uh, Shaq would pay his women not to say anything. Uh, right. So that's that was a infamous... Uh, moment in the Kobe Shaq feud, Kobe you know, sort of ratting to uh, the cops. Yeah, there's so many ways to handle that, right? And like mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes, um, at practice, uh, you know. But arguably, the best way is to do it in a rap. Yes, <laughs> it's that's. I would argue that is a huge point for why this should be Hall of Fame first yeah, ballot yeah. worthy because yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's so ingenious. It's so yeah. much more fun. <laughs> not know that it's ingenious, but it is something. <laughs> one 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 possible path is to refer to yourself as a horse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And to then rhyme that with divorce. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. All right, let's listen to the back half of this. He said Shaq gave a bitch a meal. I don't do that because my name should kill. I love him. I don't leave him. I got a bisectomy. Now I can't breed him. I mean, that's, yeah. that's very generous of him to offer that up. <laughs> You know, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like this, this does not feel like a thing that has been telegraphed before. So um, <laughs> we, we we talk about this quite a bunch. We're huge Jay Z fans. Um, when Jay and Nas were beefing, we stopped listening to Nas. Um, right. Like we had nothing, you know, no rooting interest other than like just we're fans, right? right. Uh, it's not like you know we were best friends with one or the other, but we stopped listening to Nas and uh, anyway. Uh, Takeover and, and Ether are songs mm. that Jay and Nas don't perform anymore, right? right. They've deaded their beef right. and they just don't. But we talk about it all the time, where it's just like, I wonder if they would ever, ever like do that, you know, at a concert. Shaq, if I ever saw him perform, <laughs> I need him to perform this. That's yes. what I need him to perform. Like <laughs> rest in like peace to Kobe, it. but yeah. man, it is it's it's just classic well, material. Maybe he could perform it in like a sort of somber way. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic idea. Yeah. Kobe on my ass taste. Everybody, Kobe on my ass taste. Yeah, you couldn't do without me. Kobe, you couldn't do without me. Kobe, you can't do it out me. Everybody, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Yeah, you can't do it out me. Yeah, you can't do it out me. Yeah, you can't do it out me. Everybody, Kobe. Okay. Yeah. So two things. Number one, also very underrated, is that it's true. Shaq got a ring Mm -hmm. and Kobe didn't. That's right. At that point. Not that year. And so, yeah, uh, and so it's just like that stings so much. Totally. And when he lets the crowd sing instead of him at the mm-hmm. end, super powerful. God, oh I love my that. God, that like call and response thing to let them sort of finish that off. Like you're, I'm like right at the point where I'm going, I don't know, he's hanging too much on this line. He's repeating it too much. And then when he stops and lets the audience fill in, it's just devastating oh my god we so uh uh we we performed at sobs which is like if you come to new york you have to like touch that stage and so we sold Mm -hmm. out sobs and we had a song called fire in a crowded room get the hose and it was a call and response thing and when we heard that entire audience yell and we were like, you know, fire in a crowded room. And they get said, the get the hose. Yeah. Get the hose. It was, it's incredible. <laughs> so uh, when you have a crowd on your side, 
you know, uh, I can't imagine. tell me how my ass tastes. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It must yeah. be so powerful. Uh, I feel like that song, particularly that, like, this is what I see when I close my eyes and I think about, I listen to that music, I close my eyes and I think, and you hear that repetition of Kobe, tell me how you couldn't do it without me. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. I, it feels like the soundtrack for like the superhero story of the back half of Kobe's career. Mm. Like it's like you're it's like I can imagine Kobe in a dark room listening to that and like gripping his hands and like being really like pissed off and going, I'm going to focus this anger and I'm going to drive it into basketball and I'm going to go win those championships and change my career and really throw it in his face. That brings us to the next credential. It's you mad. Rob, play my camera on clip here. You mad, you mad, you mad. Thank you so much. I love it when somebody's mad about a sports moment. <laughs> Who's mad in this? I feel like Kobe. Ha- I feel like Kobe had to be mad, but at bare minimum, I feel like you can make a very good case that this helped the back half of Kobe's career. Feels like there's a non-zero chance this helped Kobe win in 2009 and 2010. Your thoughts there. So wait, so you imagine him sitting in a dark yes. room <laughs> yes. and listening to this, which means that you think that he had this converted to MP3. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Listen to it in his dark room, which yeah, I might so. be. I, l- I happen at, to at love that. Point, that. Yeah. At that point, yes, I do think that Kobe. He, uh, I mean, look, Kobe was committed more than anybody, right? So yeah. maybe, maybe that is very dark if he had it all on repeat. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yes. like he went from he went from K O B E I L O V E U to <laughs> like, so like fun and Tyra Banks and the whole thing to just oh no this is very fun though yeah, yeah. just <laughs> oh, tell me him. and then he's like hearing the vasectomy line he's just like doesn't really apply <laughs> yeah yeah Kobe hates the crowd like yeah. Kobe's like yes I, yeah. Yeah. do you think that Kobe put the research in to find everybody who was in that audience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think it's, I, I, I don't think you can rule it out. That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a world where all of those things happened. MP3, convert to MP3, listen to dark room, coming up with names, writing them down on a sheet of paper. I just think that all that could exist. No, no, no. I, I'm just curious now too. Was Phil aware of this? Uh, I, I think you have to be, don't you? How could you have something to do with basketball or either of these guys in any shape or form and not know this thing happened? Oh, no, it had, that had to yeah. have been texted to all of them immediately. Like, everyone had to yeah. have texted that around immediately. Yes, I bet that Phil had an alert for TMZ. <laughs> I, I, think, bet that, I bet that Phil's Google alerts are Google crazy. Alerts. It's it's like, um, what is it? It's like Zen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like Siddhartha. any any yeah, yeah. Any like Zen news coming up, and then it's also like Kobe ass tape. And it's just like fuck, fuck, no, everything's going wild today. <laughs> Here's Kobe's famous response to L.A. legend Jim Hill after he won the 2010 NBA title against the This is what uh, Kobe had to, to, to say to Jim Hill. We know what it means as a team, but what about individually for you? He's got one more to Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take that to the bank. You know how I am. You guys know how I am. I don't forget anything. I I just really feel like, and by the way, when he answers that, when he goes one more than Shaq, he's got this like grin on his face Mm -hmm. and he's like waiting for the reaction. To me, that's his like, tell me on my ass. It's like his formal rebuttal to this thing. 
I think you, if you watch that clip, you can really see it on his face. I think he's been harboring this and holding this close to his heart for years and yeah. was just chomping at the bit to throw that back in his it, face. You know, not to critique, you know, his 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 post ring uh, speech, but if he but had, where's the beat? Yeah, if yeah. he if he had if he had to do it over again, yeah. I I kind of wish that he would have been like, you know, who uh, how I be. You know, instead of like, <laughs> I, it just, you know, you, you want to like, let them know a little bit that right. like, yeah, just reference it just the touch. Yeah. I, yeah. Everyone. I did sit in a dark room yeah. with this on repeat I'm for a, a full summer. Shaq went through a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. The next credentials are press conference. Any great media quotes afterwards. TMZ obviously is the one that broke this video. I went and found their post. Very funny to me that they the art of the headline for this was Shaq attacks Kobe colon you ruined my marriage, <laughs> which I think it's it's funny to think that they didn't understand the true blue staying power of the phrase "tell me how my ass tastes." Like to not go Shaq to Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Uh, in the title is confounding yeah. to me. Yeah, terrible um, SEO. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Shaq told ESPN Stephen Smith, I was free, quote, I was freestyling, that's all. It was all done in fun. Nothing serious whatsoever. It's what MCs do. They freestyle on Call of Honor. I'm totally cool with Kobe. No issue at all. And by the way, don't forget, six albums, two platinum, yeah. two gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody knows who me knows I'm a funny freestyler. Check the NBA DVD when I was rapping about Vladi during my first championship run. I love him plugging his, <laughs> his work there. Well, he, and here is this is Shaq and Kobe did an interview together one on one for NBA TV. Let's listen to this clip. Like I tell people all, this all the time, we had our disagreements, but in real life, it's not like I'm going to you know have an argument with you when you with your family. Right. I guess this life. It's always Uncle Shaq. So, but we had to keep it going. So. I love you, but I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How so, my ass tastes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, oh, hold on. No, I got was, it. I'm ready. No, but that I'm was something ready. different. Yeah, I'm that, ready. Yeah, yeah, but that was something different. <laughs> I love how awkward that is. It's I so love awkward. that yeah. Shaq didn't bring it up. I love that Kobe threw it out there and was instantly like, I'm ready. Let's talk about it. Let's do this. And Shaq is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, he's trying <laughs> to get in control of it. I love how awkward that is there. Yeah. You know how um, rappers will be like, They'll they'll throw a shot, but it won't be specific. It's sort of generic, mm -hmm. and they'll mm -hmm. be like, "Well, listen, if if it if yeah, you if take it, it yeah, if, yeah, yeah, if you yes. take it a certain way, then yeah. it, you know, right. then it's about you." He name checks him. <laughs> this is, yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah, that could be about anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think it's I think it's amazing, and like, yes, Shaq. For yeah. you know, if, as if Kobe's gonna be offended about yeah. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Yeah. Then obviously that's about Kobe's issues and not about the actual yeah. song. At I I love when people stand on it though. Like like I I know Shaq's trying to be like a little bit like corporate, right? He's in a suit and like they're having like a a retired you know mm. athlete conversation, like one to one, but. Yeah, I, I I love how Kobe doesn't forget. I love how real it is. So good. And and I would if I was Shaq, I would stand on it, be like, yeah, it was funny. It was great. Yeah. It's actually about Dan Marley. So. <laughs> Thunder Dan. <laughs> this guy's really got a chip on his shoulder. That's right. That's so harshly to this. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. I was in a comedy club. No, yeah. By the way, no, he didn't love it. He didn't. Yeah. I, I can 100% guarantee you. Yeah. It's rest in peace, Kobe. He didn't love this moment. That's right. Yeah. And y'all had lost. No, I know. Yeah, and y'all had lost. I get it. So I just had to do something just to Bruh, keep the crowd listen, going. Bro, listen, I know, I know, I 
I used it though. But but you know what? That was a that right there was the beginning of the snitcher net. Yeah. Because I'm in a club in a club in New York, an underground club, <laughs> and they say I know it's all, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just doing it, everybody laughing, good time. Then next thing I know, I get a call from Uncle Jerome. Why the hell you do that, man? Like what you talking about? What the hell is Kobe Hall? Like, Bro, oh. listen, I think I heard it on Power 106. Damn, <laughs> big boy. On the radio? Big, on the radio. Damn, big boy. They're talking about it early in the morning or something like that. Uh, I also want to make as I'm as I'm listening to that and I'm thinking about what you said earlier, Eric. The camera, the fixed camera in the back, mm-hmm. eye test. It's not the angle that they had is not like some general purpose angle and camera that they keep there to record whoever might be on that stage. Like it's not a good shot. Right. It's not a good. It's not some beautiful framing. The, the background isn't right. The angle isn't right. It's clear someone fixed a camera there on purpose. Mm-hmm. which I think could lead to the argument that someone goes, we know Shaq's going to do this thing. Why don't you throw a camera up there and just just make sure that it gets him on camera? Because it's not, if you were to say, if you knew Shaq was going to do this rap and you wanted to film it, you wouldn't go get the worst shot. I th- Maybe it is a... Uh, something that was prearranged they said somebody knew about it somebody knew it might happen and they threw this camera up there it's it's a lot to think about this is really gripping you know who, this storytelling we're doing you know who knew it was going to happen the snitcher net <laughs> and i'm glad yeah. i'm glad yeah. that shaq called them out yeah. because like the snitcher net gets away with way too much that's very true know? yeah i think that i think that uh you know how how there was all this conspiracy uh, behind who at the Warriors leaked the Draymond yes. and Jordan yes. Poole footage. I th- I think somebody in the building that night you think was, it was like the same person. I do, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I think it was. I think somebody had. It was Phil. Phil was there. Yeah. <laughs> Phil was enjoying a nice night of yeah. of freestyling <laughs> at the Corey Gunn show and was just like, you know what? I know how we'll win a championship mm-hmm. with Kobe. Mm-hmm. This'll this'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um no, but somebody somebody had to go in and it's not it's not filming the 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 monitor or anything. It's actual mm-hmm. like, hey, I got the tape and then I got it converted or whatever. So whoever did that, I give like all the respect to because there's a yeah. chance that this happens and you know how now if you go to like uh a big comedy show, Mulaney, Chappelle, whoever, they they put your phone in yes. a little uh, yeah, pouch, pouch yeah. and yep. you will not be able to tape anything right. uh, there was a chance that the 200 people in that club that night would have been the only people to ever experience that mm. and none of us all of these oh. years later would be able to enjoy it thank god for this niche really, that's right yeah. that's right yeah uh, really helpful you guys have had so many cool projects so many cool moments in your career again the the two jews and two black dudes review movies you guys do host a podcast with the the fucking locks do you hear what i'm saying yeah l-o-x and if that's not enough you reviewed the goldie hawn movie wildcats which is strangely like a very good and funny movie (laughs) it is is a movie (laughs) i'm glad glad it meant a lot to your childhood though yeah yeah yeah. you and jada uh can have that one yeah 
Oh my god, it's it's and then uh, Nipsey Russell's in it, which uh, yeah. really makes me laugh. Uh, my dad used to quote that line all the time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you have song with Bun B. We've discussed Migos ad libbing in the kitchen. Yeah, uh, Ghost Ride the Whip with a zip car in the Juice for Jesus Peace video. That's right. Yes. Played Bonnaroo. Yeah, you reunited some of the founding fathers of Rockefeller Records for that live interview podcast. Fantastic. What's been the biggest moment of your career so far? Well, uh. I don't want to sound like LL Cool J like promoting his 85th album, but like our, our most recent project is probably the best the best one. Yeah, you know? so it, let's dive into it. it yeah. You know, you you I think because you dedicate three years to something, mm-hmm. um, I think that sort of uh, amounts to hopefully a good a good project. And also, just like mm-hmm. how massive the scope was yeah. versus like you know like I think that it's it's the difference between like you know putting a couple of days into a sketch or mm-hmm. a couple of days into a podcast or whatever versus like three years of just God. interviewing and transcribing and researching and, and writing, writing and, and, and recording. Yeah. So, uh, it, this, this is a project that we thought would take two months and, mm-hmm. you know, three years later you have this enormous thing, but you work on it and you you work on it in silence. You don't tell anybody. You don't tell the world, which is new for us because for right. you know a dozen years, we were like, hey, on a weekly basis, you're going to know what we're up to mm-hmm. and you're going to get mm-hmm. new stuff from us. And it, this was a, a surprise. It was like fall back, work on something. There's no guarantees. It could be right. a big right. dud. And, yes. uh, and we put it out there and thankfully it's been received very, very, very well. And I think – What's really wild is that this is the 50th year of hip hop. Obviously, there's a lot of celebrations going on, whether it's the Grammys, whether it's like there's a humongous performance coming up at Yankee Stadium. Um, There's a lot of things to memorialize this time. People have said to us that our project, which had nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the 50th, you know, the official hip hop Mm -hmm, 50 mm -hmm. is the best piece of content that they've seen celebrating hip hop this year. Which is it really is extremely so flattering. Thank you. It's it's really so good. It's um it really sucks you in. And again, I like compared to a, a podcast where they talked about murders. Uh, but there's just something about the storytelling that you guys do, and and all of the people that you got the chance to talk to. It's just. It's also like a thing for me as someone that really enjoys hip hop and respects hip hop culture, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I don't know the names. I don't know the producers. I don't know the, the guy that runs the labels. I know Leo Cohen. He sat in front of me at the Knicks game once, but that's the, I was like, this guy looks very specific to something. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up Googling him. But I don't really know anything about his career. So, like, I don't know anything about hip hop. And I also, in thinking about that time, you go through like I had a blog I had a got him coach blog and I didn't think I was just like something fun I'm like posting pictures of like I'm like photoshopping pictures of like a panda bear behind fucking Paul Gasol and making it look like it broke into the arena and stuff and like I'm doing a blog but I you know it was just like flippant and silly and like just a total exercise and just being silly and having fun with sports and 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 now I've moved past it and I don't think much of it but of course it meant a great deal to lots of industries that window of time and I guess I'm old enough where like in my head I'm like well I lived through that, so it couldn't be important to hear you guys do it and to tell the stories about it and to talk about the people that made it special. 
I just didn't know any of it. And I'm like, oh, yes, I knew that. I've seen that you all. I've been to that site. But I didn't know these things. It just, it really landed on me. The storytelling you guys did, the amount, the, the, the and I always think about this, the daunting amount of audio you had to filter through to get <laughs> to your story. Really impressive work. Thank you very uh, it's much. It's really a blast. Everybody should listen to it. The blog era. Yeah, thanks. And I'll say this. When, when you had Corey on your podcast and he was saying like, Hey, you may not know this, but like, we would say, you know, all these, all these phrases that you came up with, like what, what you did has longer legs and a longer tail than you, mm -hmm. than you can even consider. And I think that's mm -hmm. a big part of this. And, you know, when you talk about the blog era, it's not just forgotten history, but it's history that doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to document that in a, in a oral history fashion yes. so that people can have not only memories of that time again, but can recontextualize it yes. to understand how powerful it was, even if it's not here anymore. It's, it's very funny that you could start something from just a strictly like creative viewpoint. Hey, this would be an interesting story to tell. And then realize that in a way you're making something for posterity. Like this is something that everyone can listen to and remember this time and this important sort of left turn in all music industry, but certainly in this genre uh, and its importance. It's, it's really uh, fascinating. You guys should be lauded for it. I hope you guys oh, thanks very much. really take a moment to appreciate how oh, yeah. special of a project this is, this is and how much people love it. Yeah, no, thank thank you very much. We uh again, you, you work on something and that's day and night, weekends, weeknights, weekdays, every every waking moment um and we would dream about it too. Uh for 3 years, we did just uh take a a 10-day uh European vacation with our brother Dan and that I think gave some good off time to think about mm -hmm. what this time really meant and and yep. the work that we put yeah, into it. Just you know? allowed us to think about literally anything else. Yeah, um, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. Nice. yeah. So, Dan yeah. Rosenthal is my least favorite Rosenthal brother. Oh wow, that's a that's well, an interesting take. Yeah. Most people say they like him better. That's right. He is my least favorite. Okay, I don't well, like the, well, wait. The cut, I want you to the cut yeah, of his jib mainly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I sort of want you to like dive into it. Like, what about? It's Dan? not. I don't want to. I don't want to make this like. I'm not like Shaq. I don't want to make yeah. this like a thing. Even if I. This is like a comedy You're podcast. Not even rapping. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. I don't want to. I just don't want to drag him through the mud. It's just I. We yeah. there's like a, a shared past with him. Sure. And I, and sure. Yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. That's fair. That's fair. The next credentials, Twitter fingers. We have to move on. We got to keep going. Yeah. The next credentials, Twitter fingers. Any great tweets from this? Yeah, after the 2009 uh, title, Shaq tweeted, congratulations, Kobe, you deserved it. You played great. Enjoy it, my man. Enjoy it. And I know what you're saying right now, Shaq, how my ass tastes. That's I mean, after the 2009 title. Classic defense mechanism there to great. tell that joke first. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Shaq is, a, Shaq is a, a real one. He's great. Yeah. Uh, test of time, next credential. Any... Let's compare this moment against other moments like it in the past. Are there any other great athlete rap freestyles or songs we sort of got into this earlier as we're talking about Shaq being sort of on a planet by himself I'm so are you a little surprised at all by how there aren't better athlete rappers uh is there a song that 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 approaches this can you can you name an athlete rap song that's better than this or a freestyle that's better than this no, and I part of it is because and look, Dame Lillard doesn't have any rings or like you know. Damn. No, no, no or, you know, <laughs> but like, but like, you know, I I think part of it is Shaq is larger than life and backed it up. Yes, like right. none yes. of I I feel like none of this is as important or as mm -hmm. essential to you know the last uh, fifteen twenty years if 
Shaq wasn't who he was. I don't think that Dame Lillard or anybody has like the charisma. That's exactly right, right too. Yeah. Right. Like it's 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 not about even like on court stuff. It's mm-hmm. like how much you can cross into the TMZ sphere mm-hmm. of it all. You know, like Dame Lillard is not. No, I, I don't mean to keep going in on yeah. Dame yeah, Lillard yeah, yeah, yeah. for right, not right, being. Right as charismatic as Shaq, but like, you know, you don't see stories about him on all these like general well, gossip right, sites. Right. Shaq is the type of guy to go to uh a... But Kobe also was. Like that's the other thing. It's mm-hmm. it's you're taking these two mm-hmm. um Titans. Titans and you're like fusing them together in this news story. And it's funny. And it's funny. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, Shaq, you you hit the word, you hit the nail right on the head. Charisma, charisma is just it's magic. It's like true magic. Orlando on Earth. magic. <laughs> hey, come on now. Uh, uh, I didn't know that Aaron Gordon had a, a rap beef song about Dwayne Wade called Nine Out of Ten, based on him judging his slam dunk contest. Oh, I'm that not is play it. I'm that not is. I, I downloaded the these things to play, but I was like, I don't want to play it. Like it's been all like fun, good music up to this point. I don't want to. <laughs> I haven't it. even heard it. But like, <laughs> Marvin Bagley did a thing on Dame. Shaq had a comeback against Dame. I guess Dame was on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Joe Budden's podcast, I guess, and, and yeah. said he's better than Shaq, and then Shaq came back. Uh, next credential, X Factor. Is there an X Factor in this that might help this moment get into the first? Yes, Shawnee O'Neal is the X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I I think I I think it's 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 I I don't know. I, I think it is all there on camera. I think you yeah. you experience it. You don't need to see the band. It wasn't like a well crafted shot. Um, Corey Guns, his face is just amazing. But Shaq means it, and the crowd is into it, and Super all of that stuff it. together is yeah. just magic. Yeah, I think the, 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 the sorry. I think the hidden like the secret sauce to it all is that uh, Shaq got a vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I do also want to say, I, because I really appreciate you mentioning it here, the live instrumentation of the band is additive yeah. here. It's like a, as like a true blue wedding band fan yeah. and aficionado. I love yeah. a good live band at a wedding. To have live instrumentation on this was is meaningful to me. I also went to uh, Genius.com and looked up, tell me how my ass tastes. It's in yeah. Vic Mensa's XXL. Uh, <laughs> or, or no, wait. Oh, did I just out myself? It's a double XL. Is that how you're supposed to say it? Oh, no, God. you can say it either way. Either way. Yeah. Okay, either way. thank yeah. God. Yeah. I don't want to be a nerd. Yeah, how no, no, no. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Vic Mensa's double XL freshman cipher in 2014. SK shit, his song, it's also in there. So the, there's an enduring force to that phrase. Tell me how my ass tastes. Jack really added something to our language, to our lexicon. Yeah. Er- Eric and Jeff Rosenthal, I see the clock is winding down on us. It's almost time for America's favorite podcast segment. It's called More Important. Are you guys mm-hmm. ready for More Important? Yes, absolutely. Yes. It's daunting. It's really scary. It's yeah. We get into heavier shit here. Let's go. Jeff and Eric, your coworkers, your partners, your entrepreneurs, your family. Yeah. What's the most important relationship that the two of you have and how do you keep it healthy? I think that, um, you know, growing up, both of us... Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. We don't have time for that. Oh, no. Uh, time oh. for something more right important. Oh, man. <laughs> the guitars are playing. There's a timer ticking down on us. we got to go fast. So the questions I'm about to ask you, your answers to them will be more important than any of the bullshit you were about to just make up, and they will define who you are as a man on this planet. Are you guys ready for more important? Yes. Yes. What is your favorite item in the snack chip section? 
Oh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Chex Mix. Oh. Wow. <laughs> you can only eat one chain restaurant for the rest of your life. What are you choosing? You only get one. One chain restaurant rest of your life. The entire menu of that one chain restaurant, what are you choosing? Round Robin. What? <laughs> Is that even a... I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, what, what, what are you going with? Uh, I guess uh, In-N-Out. Okay. Uh, that's actually In-N-Out, a good... In-N-Out feels like a treat. That's actually a really good one, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it. This isn't about me. <laughs> I don't think oh, the wow. menu's big enough. I think you're you're confined there. This is one. This is the only place you get for the rest Wait, of your life. Maybe you guys don't my, eat there a lot. Of my, well, how long is my life though? Oh like, my god. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think you you're gonna go to eighty like early eighties. I think. Oh nice. I, I say I got another couple years in, me. <laughs> especially on my in and out diet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next question: Which rapper is the funniest? Okay, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say. Cameron. Yeah, I'm going to say me. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Oh, yeah. That's Stone Cold E.T. One more time, Stone Cold E.T. Oh, oh, hell, yeah. Eric Rosenthal, funniest rapper of all time. Um, I, you guys can choose this next question. You can choose one question or the other. Best white rapper of all time or... You can erect your white rapper Mount Rushmore. Which one are you guys going to do? I need one answer from the two of you. So if you want to discuss something amongst the two of you, you can. You have to pick a question and then answer it, but I want one official answer between the two of you. Uh, I, I say we go for the one white rapper, and let's go with our brother, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Okay. Jack Harlow is what we were going to say. Yes. Yeah, that's right. What a guy. What is the what is the funniest rap song of all time? And I don't mean like a comedy rap song or like a thing from a comedian. I mean what no. is the oh. rap song that is the funniest? Oh, uh, Suck It or Not by Cameron and Lil Wayne. Okay. That's a, that's an amazing one. I would also say so like 1A or 1B or sure. something like okay. that. Eminem Going after Benzino. Oh my god, that's way funnier. Oh yeah. yes, that's a very yeah. good one. It is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like honestly, talk about like it's in the same vein as like the Shaquille O'Neal, right. Kobe Bryant thing. It's just like I'm going to kill you, yes. and there are so many specific he lines. <laughs> when that that's when that song came out again, this shows you who I am. I didn't know who Benzino was, but mm-hmm. I, I I went to the internet and was like, now I need to know who Benzino is because it seems like this guy's getting cooked here. Yeah, on the Snitchernet. I don't wanna be like this. I don't really wanna hurt no feelings. But I'm on the real when I say nobody wants to hear their grandfather rap. Nope. <laughs> Old men have heart attacks. I don't want to be responsible for that. So put the mic down and walk away. You can still have a little bit of dignity. I would never claim to be no Zeno, an 83-year-old fake Pacino. Okay. Anyway, yeah, you know it. Oh, this is so much fun. One of you, one of you has to answer favorite dunk and tell me your favorite dunk, and then the other one has to tell me your favorite pass. We usually do. Uh, favorite dunk, favorite pass. One of you has to give me your favorite dunk. One of you okay. has to give me your favorite pass. You guys to decide. I'll do the favorite pass. Oh, uh, you can. Okay. Okay. Favorite pass is. I'm, I'm going to say the entire uh, J. Will uh, YouTube collection of uh, yeah. passes. He's just. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll let you. I get it. I like I when it. they throw it at somebody's face and yeah. then it like bonks them and then it goes <laughs> yeah, out of bounds. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's Fav- my favorite. Favorite dunk. Favorite dunk. <laughs> favorite dunk is probably. Um, I mean the the J R Ryder one. Oh, I, I thought you were gonna be like 
Dunkaroo. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was gonna yeah. say, Eric. I was gonna say Dunkaroo. Yeah, Dunkaroos. <laughs> no, we'll pull it up in post, guys. Yeah. Yeah, my past yeah. answer was really good. Yeah. Well, wait, what was your? Oh, the the uh, the bonk. The bonk one. Yeah. Everybody loves a good bonk. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, the next credential. It's our cosign, guys. The floor is yours. Does. Shacks, we've I mean we've gone through so much. It's been such yeah. a blast. I really enjoy guys being on. <laughs> so Does Shaq's freestyle, 2008 summer freestyle of Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. Does it belong in the first belt hall of fame and why? Uh, I'll go first. Yes. There's no question Shaq dedicated his offseason to burying his former teammate in rhyme mm. uh, in a in a in an environment that he thought, as far as we know, that only like 200 people were going to experience. He had the most fun. If you're in that band, like you mentioned before, and you're just playing and you hear this stuff, it is just like life-changing <laughs> if you're Corey guns and you're rapping along to this and you're like i'm a part of history and again no one's gonna hear this it is life-changing if you're shaquille o'neal and you have the stats to back it up and the rings yes. to back it up right. and the humor to back it up i mean he is hall of fame worthy and so is this this moment i'd like to know what else is in this club of yours like what else Great is question. in this yeah we put we have a Shaq moment in when he dunked on Chris Dudley and then shoved him out of bounds in part yeah. because I'm sure you guys know the play in part mm -hmm. because Chris Dudley then tried to run for Republican governor in like That's Oregon right. or yeah. Washington or something and yeah, he was like right. stumping against uh, waiters and waitresses it's making so minimum wage. He was like they rude. make too much money and like to now for me to look back and go not only did Shaq dunk on this dude and shove him out of bounds but he was that that dude is like an asshole that like makes the moment great. Yeah, it really yeah. raises the stage on it and it's in carl lewis sang the national anthem butchered it i'm sure you guys mm -hmm. know the moment yeah that's mm -hmm. in the first ballot hall of fame there are well, some actually, plays we also have carmelo when carmelo tweeted and called that guy a glazed donut face ass that's <laughs> yeah. in the first ballot hall of fame as yeah. well mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a real variety yeah has um has jr writer uh, not jr writer oh my god <laughs> what are we even talking yeah. about jr um, smith jr smith yeah has J so i'm having a stroke yeah has jr smith uh dming anybody <laughs> we have not done that episode, but you guys can come back and we can yeah. do it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> uh, what has not has anything that that, that people have like spent? Great like, question. Has anybody people are spending like an hour talking about this, and it's like you want to know what? Never mind, not worth it. <laughs> no, no, we did have someone. We had uh, someone that said we, we had people appreciate. Claire DeLoon came on and appreciated Love Claire. the bubble performance from Donovan Mitchell and uh, um, uh, some other – oh, Jamal Murray. They yeah. had a great sort of back and forth in the bubble that we talked about. And she said, you know what, this is like a really great performance, but I don't think it rises to the level. And I appreciated her taking it seriously and us not sticking it in for that reason. We also had a great first pitch. It's maybe the greatest first pitch in baseball history. A kid, a cancer survivor at the Red Sox game – comes out and throws a first pitch in front of like all these Red Sox legends and it flies way past the catcher and it hits a cameraman right like square Aww. in the nuts Aww. and he drops and he like stumbles out of the frame and it's very funny <laughs> but we 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 found the photographer and had him come on the show and talk wow. about the fact that he said he claims it did not hit him in the private parts it hit him <laughs> just above and I said wait a minute that's a devastating fact to hear yeah. and as we think about this this moment maybe being orchestrated beforehand it's something you got to consider here as we're at the finish line. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. 
Um, first of all, I'm very glad I asked that question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. Okay. I, I do think that this uh, should be in the Hall of Fame. First ballot. First ballot. Yeah. Um, only because, man, that would be such a bummer to, again, really like think about all this stuff and not even make it in. <laughs> It's time for the induction speech. That's when I, Neil, get to make the decision here. I'm, listen, I'm the CEO. I started this thing. It's my Hall of Fame. Oh I can God. do whatever I want. That's right. I'm going to take everything wait, the brothers wait, just said. I just said want you to know, I yeah. will kill myself. If you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> this is going to make an exciting finish to this podcast. Here we go. I had a nickname for Shaq and Kobe growing up. Again, I'm not the I'm not the biggest Lakers fan. I'm the best Lakers fan. Do you hear what I'm right. saying? Right. I had right. a nickname for these two dudes when they were playing together. I called them Hell on Earth. Mm -hmm. They were the two best players on the planet. They fit together pretty goddamn well, all things considered. When they were good, they were out of this world. Three straight titles. Should have won in 2004. Something happened. I don't remember what. They're <laughs> petty sniping and eventually Kobe snitching to the police brought us to this point where after being traded to the Heat, Shaquille O'Neal wins the title, waits for Kobe and the Lakers to lose the 20, 2008 NBA championship, and then unleashes a freestyle where he rhymed first and last place with Kobe Tell Me How My Ass Tastes. Man. It stoked years of sports talk debate that can still fire up at any moment. The phrase, tell me how my ass tastes, into our lexicon. He added that to our language. It is one of the high or, I suppose, low watermarks, depending <laughs> on your perspective, in one of the most enduring, dissected feuds in sports history. And for that reason, oh Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant, oh Eric and Jeff Rosenthal, oh congratulations. Yeah! Your moment is in the first time. Yeah. Wow. 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 So exciting. How do you guys feel? You must be elated. Uh, to this, to the second ballot yeah. uh, nominees, <laughs> tell me how my ass tastes. Yeah, I am thrilled. I, I didn't want to say it beforehand, but I was like, we didn't even find out how his ass tastes. So, like, you know, maybe that's a, a factor in all of this. Wow. Yeah, it's hard to also not be influenced by you threatening to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that really swung things here at the finish line as well. Yeah. Um, Eric and Jeff, it's the real. All of your work is fantastic. You guys have really grinded, changed, uh, adapted, earned respect. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on and, and not only coming up with this moment to talk about, but taking it so seriously. How can people follow you? What can you plug? Very easily. Uh, you just click that follow button. That's that's how you do it. Uh, we're on. We're on Twitter. Oh, is Twitter still around? Twitter at It's The Real. <laughs> we are on threads, but yeah, we, there we, we aren't really using it. Uh, Instagram. It's the Real. Yeah. Instagram at It's The Real. That that one's actually like a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're also the blog era on Twitter and mm -hmm. the blog era on TikTok, I think. Anyway, yeah, and we're around you, the and blog you era. Listen to the podcast. The That's blog right. Era. The blog era is available on yeah, every yeah. streaming platform right now. But do you like how much uh, effort I really put into? You should follow us. I, I <laughs> yeah, really yeah. think that social media is a healthy place. That's and right. We should yes. all follow each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, Eric and Jeff. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank you. That's it. That's the show. My thanks to Eric and Jeff Rosenthal. It's the real. So glad you guys could come on the show. If you haven't already, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Listen to It's the Reels, the blog era podcast. It's fantastic. 
if you love the culture or if you live or lived online through that time, there are great stories, new information, lovely nostalgia, the blog era available where you listen to your favorite podcast credits. The show is edited by Rob Babarucci. Some people call him Bobby Rucci for short. You can. I give you permission. Jessica Seng is our in-house producer. David Estramskis is our Ball is Life producer. Check out the Ball is Life podcast network at Ball is Life on all social. Follow our socials at First Ballot Pod on Twitter, at First Ballot HOF on Instagram and threads. Rhythm J makes our beats. Follow him at Rhythm J on all socials. Rate and review us if you have the time. Say something nice. Or you know what? You can just tell somebody about us. We're all we got. The show keeps growing. And please come back next week for more First Ballot. Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes.